welcome to the Fit Affiliate Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Kirkman, and sitting alongside me is Tony Ronke, the founder of Fit Affiliate and all-round CrossFit OG. The mission of Fit Affiliate is very simple, to protect the affiliate model. Our sole purpose is to help affiliate owners and coaches attain freedom. We aren't here to tell you what to do, but to instead build your ability to believe in yourself. Enjoy the show. And welcome back to our next episode of the Fit Affiliate Podcast our final episode for 2023 and what better way to round out the year than to have back with us once again, the one and only Mr. Danny Soul from Team Soul Training and a man who is unapologetically Danny and Team Soul Training is unapologetically itself. Well, to be fair, that was what I already had noted for my intro before you read my mind. So we probably spent too much time. Out of my inbox. And of course, joined (laughs) by Tony. I'm just here to talk shit. He is also unapologetically Tony. But before we start, though, can can we start over? Because I really want you to start every one of these these intros with the Fergie voice and, and like the black eyed peas. So let's get it started. Can can you do that, Lisa, in your Australian <laughs> accent? Come on, no, I can't. We'll get you warmed up. Let's go. See what uh, I have to work I, with here, Danny. I expect that next time. Um, but anyways, I guess we, we don't get a theatrical performance out of our out of our Australian friend down there. So she's that's why she's stuck on her prison island. She can't come off of it. Uh, I'm surprised we don't lose our Australian followers because I keep calling it a prison island. Uh, anyway, prison prison island. island. It's a nice prison island, though. It is very nice. Yeah. If you're going to be stuck somewhere else, everything else to kill you. Also, Lisa, Lisa um, uh, sponsored or fostered a platypus for me. That's a frequent conversation on this on this show as the how cute that animal is, and yet how much that thing also will kill you in Australia. Nobody knows that. a platypus will Christmas. kill you. I did not know that. Platypus, a platypus is notorious. I shouldn't say notoriously because I feel like no Australians know it, but they're very poisonous. However. I have never actually killed a human, to be fair, but I've been terrified of you guys because you should be. The fucking Australians are built different. That's fucking weird. What crazy what better than to adopt one in your name? I couldn't have. Anyway, back on track. Uh, we bring lots of people on here that I like. It's you're one of the few people that I come on uh, that comes on here all the time that I consider like an actual friend, and you can tell by the the general banter here. And so I'm pumped to end the year. With none other than the Danny Soul, the 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 notable the notable person of CrossFit Soul Team Soul Miami. Um, so thanks for coming back on, buddy. Appreciate having you here. Yeah, thanks for having me. I feel honored that it's your last show of the year. Wow, I'm impressed. To be fair, we didn't plan that. Danny was actually going to be on a couple <laughs> weeks ago. But- that is true. <laughs> Yeah, but I was skiing, and the 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 internets were not they were not conspiring in my favor. Quite the opposite. So I saved the best for last. Um, and actually, I, I'm glad that it worked out that way because I think it's cool. I mean, I would truly put Danny on here regularly as like a recurring person because it's just the value here. And we talked a little bit about this off camera, but the value of, of you in the CrossFit space, I think, cannot be um, overlooked at this point. I think like. Soul does a lot of really funny things that I think are cool for a lot of reasons. Like Sean is no doubt a character of his own, his own volition for all the reasons, but like, you know, and everybody there is, but like the one thing that I think is identifiably true and needs to, to get more attention is, is how well you guys do what you do 
authentically you. I didn't mean for that all to rhyme, but I think that it's so important, especially in today's day and age when I don't, I don't think that the affiliates are, are turning into cookie cutters and franchises, although I shouldn't use the F word at this point in time, but like there's definitely a, a, an overwhelm that exists in the affiliate landscape where most of them don't know what to do. They, they feel overwhelmed. And, and I think that they think that that is, that is a problem in and of itself that comes from being an affiliate owner. But they, I think a lot of affiliate owners don't realize that that's just being a business owner. Like you never know what you're doing. And, and one of the people who has just picked up the ball and ran with it, been like, fuck it, I'll find the end zone better than anybody I know is definitely you, right? Like soul has done some really rad things and like your success is, is notable, especially in one of the, the stranger markets, I would say in the United States, like, it really the world like you guys have really had a toehold in and probably a, a very strangely pretentious area so it'd be really easy i guess is my point to like lose sight of who you are in a market like miami and become like you know i call it the the country club of fitness down there but you guys are just like nah we're raw we're us like it or leave it and that part i just want more affiliates to know about so that's why i keep dragging you on here is to be like dude be like danny when in doubt <laughs> Like Danny's like, fuck that. <laughs> but yeah, that's I mean, that's I really what I'm hoping to get. I, I I appreciate it and I and I like I like talking about it. You know, what I always say is that's all we and I know how to do is to like be authentic and to be ourselves. And sometimes it works in our best interest, and sometimes it hasn't. You know, we've taken really as many L's as we have won in this game at this point. Been around for a long time. We've experienced a lot, so many different changes. And, um, you know, we don't, like, intentionally try to be <laughs> different. We're just, like, we're, we're, we're like a different group of guys involved in a culture that has changed and evolved in a lot of different ways, you know? So we yeah. we the only thing we know how to do is to be authentic and to like create a look and feel an environment, a clubhouse, like a hub where we feel comfortable and we can be there all day because we literally fucking are, <laughs> you know? So I, 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 I wouldn't know how else to build our program rather than somewhere where like I enjoy spending my time because I spend I think every that's, minute of my life. That's that's what stuck with me from the last time you're on was that comment you made that I wanted to build like a clubhouse somewhere that I wanted to be. So I like the music. I like the people. And if it doesn't fit you, that's okay. Because if you like what someone else does, you're probably not going to like it here and that's okay. Go have a look. But I want a place primarily where I like to hang out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we, we possibly couldn't serve everybody. So why mm. pretend like we need to or we want to? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. The it, it, you're obviously one of the most humble dudes I know, um, which is probably one of the reasons we get along as well as we do. Because I know it's hard for you to consider like your impact on this thing. But what do you think is? What do you think you as a person, you Danny as a, as a personality? What do you think your impact has been on the development of this this? this clubhouse where you guys all hang out because like, no doubt about it. I don't know if you know this, but you're not a normal dude, right? You're a punk rock loving hip hop aficionado that like, you know, I love because we're kind of the same. I just don't have as many tattoos and 
just I don't have any tattoos, so therefore that Danny's much cooler <laughs> than me in that regard. But like, um, you know, I, but people like us aren't necessarily that normal. Um, and and so I'm always curious what you think your role has been in this whole thing. You know, I, I, I don't know. I think that's like I, I'm always looking forward. I really don't spend a lot of time looking at like some of our accomplishments and maybe that's something that I should do more of. So like, I'm always hyper-focused and obsessed with like the next steps and what comes next to really take a look at how much I or we have contributed to this space in a positive way. Like, obviously I know we have, you know, it's, it's, it's not easy to have a business like ours for 14 years. And all we've done is expand and grow and expand and grow our own way. Um, you know, so that's like, it's an interesting question that, you asked me and that's, I've never thought about that. You know, um, I guess I can say that like we have definitely carved out our own path and, and, and we have proven that like the uh, true roots of the affiliation model works and exists, you know, like the, 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 the foundation was set for us and like we took it and we did, we built our own brand and our own thing with that, you know? Um, and I think we're one of the few affiliates, like you said before, that showed everyone that that was possible and have stuck around and continued to do so. You know, um, I don't think that like my personal contribution is any greater than any other like affiliate owner who's been around as long as we have, because maybe like our brand in some ways can stand out in some ways more, but Anybody that has been around as long as we have has experienced so many things at this point that I think like all of our contribution to everything is like of the same to me, you know? Yeah, it's, it, I don't know. I, we think we talked about this in the last episode. I met you years ago and I met you through Sean, obviously, TGC with mm -hmm. the gymnastics course, et cetera. And like, I remember I knew of you was just is basically as Danny, but then I met you and I didn't really know what to think of you, but then obviously we became like almost, you know, infant inf fanatical friends at that point. But what would gravitated me towards you at first was, well, one, I was, I was actually as, as, uh, um, this is going to sound weird. I was actually as repelled from you as I was interested in you. Cause I was just, <laughs> your, your demeanor kind of came off as, well, be, you're very intense, right? Like you're, you're very focused on whatever you do. No matter what it is, um, I've watched you for years. You know, if it if it's if it's a wrench, you're going to use that wrench to the best of your ability. If it's you know if it's talking to somebody, you're invested in that conversation, and you're not for that reason. Much the same as I would say with me, you're not entirely that approachable for that reason. It's not like a bad thing. It's more so like a it's an it's a it's an extreme investment in whatever you're doing at that moment. You're kind of fully invested, and I say that because one of the things that instantly stood out to me after talking to you is that like. You have, um, you have an awareness and an identity of yourself that I think, you know, gets lots of words, values and integrity. All these things get thrown around as you know, woo woo now. But like, one thing that I think is cool about Danny is that you know who you are, right? Like that sounds weird to say, right? To me, is that, but in today's day and age, and this just sucks to say, but like I don't think a lot of people know who they are, right? And like, and so when you when you come into business and you, you decide to build a business around you as a person, you don't know who you are. It's incredibly difficult to consider the culture you want to create. And we see this all the time because one of the, the first things that we do 
with affiliate is ask you who you are, right? Like, why do you want to do this thing? And it's blank stares, right? They're just like, because most people are after something to tell them who they are. And I think what you have done really, really well, both as a person, a father, a business owner, and a friend is like, you bring you to every conversation. And that part's can't really, that's pretty rare, truly. Even though you don't want to take yeah, that. I, I, I feel like that's the only way, dude. I, I don't know anything else like than to just be that dude all of the time. You know, I we don't try to present our brand or present ourselves as like unapproachable in any way. And that is for sure a stigma that we fight and deal with. People see the presentation of our brand in our gym and they think they have to be fit, tattooed, punk rock, hip hop aficionados to train at our yeah. gym or to be involved in our culture. And you know, it's really the most fun thing for me is to see like any normal dude, housewife, nine to five or come yeah. into our gym. And within a couple months, they're walking out with like a team soul misfits shirt. Like, I think that's the yeah. coolest thing rather than having a bunch of people that were looked like us at our gym. Yeah. Know? I think repel comes off as negative, right? In, in, in no doubt about it, there is nothing that I would consider negative about who you are as a person. Like, in fact, hands down, you're probably the most loving of like my remote friends. Like I know that I'd call you and like, be like, dude, I need help. And you'd be like, I'm in. Right. So it's like, and we don't even spend any time. The last time I saw you, we were laughing. It was like 2016, 15. I don't even remember how long ago. It's yeah. Like, but it doesn't feel that way. And, uh, and so as it applies to that, you know, I think it's a good thing that you guys do have it because that's the point of values, right? Like everybody thinks that values are about like creating this culture that attracts people. It's really more about like saving people from making the mistake and repelling them and, and being able to foster something uniquely you. And I, th I think this is an important part of what it means to be an affiliate. Cause like you can be anything you want inside the affiliate model, but that also means that like you also you got to sign on that dotted line, right? That is who you are. Don't, don't change it. And you see this so much with a lot of affiliates who you know, they want to bend and break and mold for every potential customer, as opposed to like, what is nice about you guys is, yeah, you probably do repel. I mean, it might seem a little scary, a little standoffish from the outside, but like that is, in my opinion, one of the things that has allowed you to achieve the success because it, it avoids a huge distraction. Right. Like you're not trying to engage in these conversations, these people who want to talk about the playlist and like, hey, can you maybe back down the F words? And like, I'm thinking maybe we we, you know, we we put Jesus on the next shirt. Right. No offense to people who like Jesus on T-shirts, but like, you know, it, it, and I'm not saying that you're like the Antichrist by any means. But the point is, is that people like us do things like this and nobody, in my opinion, does that quite as well as soul does, um, you know, and I think that, that part's cool. So maybe it is a repulsion yeah, I, thing, but it's not a negative. It's a positive. Well, I, that's, I think, why I was so attracted to the model of CrossFit. Well, first of all, let's face it. It's all I knew at that point. I was very right. young at this thing and very young in business. And I was not like formally educated in any I have, I have zero business education. Um, and, and I think what I was so attracted to it is because I immediately understood that you could kind of like mold it and turn it into its own thing you know yeah. um and, and what's interesting now i think if you look at it uh now at this point in our affiliateshipness, <laughs> i'm more confused than ever like i don't know the direction 
of of a gym or a program like ours being an affiliate in the next two to five years. I don't even know what that looks yeah. like. You know, that's more fuzzy to me now than ever. So, like, my question would be to someone like you, and is what do you think the future is for 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 guys like us, people that have created the the their sub brand around their own affiliate ownership? You know, because yeah. it seems like that there's less strength with that at this current moment than there was before, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, the, squeak, the squeaky wheel gets the grease, right? You know, and, and I think that's kind of where we, we've arrived as a community. But, like, you know, aside from that conversation, one of the, the first questions we ask everybody as they come in and we, we dig into their company and help them, we diagnose them is, like, we make them define authenticity. And it is staggering to me. <laughs> how much people struggle with that singular question. And it's one of my favorite questions yeah. in the entire process. And, and the reason it's so important is that it, you know, I think words like integrity, authenticity, they all get thrown around now, right? They, they become like these strong words of, of importance that like, I don't know. And so I think most of them just Google it. Cause I get like almost the same sort of Webster's <laughs> definition of it. I'm like, okay, we're going to have a hard time. Answers, man. Well, dude. Yeah. Right. I and mean, it's funny you say that because it's a complete sidebar. The answers in the diagnostic have completely changed in terms of like, I know they're not coming from them anymore. I'm like, dude, you can't, you can't answer questions about your business by asking chat GPT to tell you about the business. Like what this, that's like being like, doctor, tell me what your blood pressure is. Let me Google what's a good blood pressure. Right. Like, and then I'm like, never going to work, but yet I'm not saying that they're doing it, but I'm like, this question is used to trip everybody up, but now I'm getting a relatively similar answer to this question. Oh, you GPT this one, right? Anyways, yeah. so, but you know, I think gone are the day. I don't know. I shouldn't say gone are the days, but for sure it's much more rare, right? Where it's like, sorry, there's a train doing train shit out here, but um, <laughs> the days are are much fewer and further between when you find an affiliate who has any degree of authenticity god this is going to get me flamed for sure on this but like and it's not a bad thing right because again it's it's that squeaky wheel thing we the beauty of being an affiliate is that you are part of a thirteen thousand plus affiliate community better or worse right and some days more than others are definitely worse than they are better and like what ends up happening is that those voices get together and they create this sort of herd behavior and then that herd puts out this this call into the into the void and what comes back are best best practices, best case scenarios, right? And like, and so now we have this thing where one of the things that makes me scratch my head a lot is that why why is there more help than ever for affiliate owners? By far, like we're talking, right? Like we've been around long enough. Like there is, it is a yeah. three thousand percent improvement in terms of help for the affiliate owners, and most of them feel just like you just said, right? Like. Now, more than ever, I feel less successful than I've ever felt. And I feel like I'm more than ever, I have less idea of what I'm supposed to be doing or what is the next step. And like that is the, the nature, that is the nature of stripping authenticity and individuality from something and trying to turn everybody into, you know, an agreeable, you know, definition of, of a marchable force, right? Like if we want to make everybody look like blonde hair and blue eyes, we've already seen how that played out once in history. Like you can't do that. Like everybody well, has to be who they are. If they even knew what that was, I would love to fucking know. <laughs> like, and, and that is the biggest challenge is like, you just, you're hanging on. If 
by the seat of your pants waiting for emails to refresh and seeing what decisions these people are going to make for you next kind of sort of is how I feel. But look, regardless, we know what we want to do. We know the path. Um, we, it's just, I'm tired of every few years getting the rug sweat from under us and having to revisit things as it's just, if I'm going to do those things, I'm going to do them for my business, not with this other component of my business that I'm affiliated yeah. with, you know? Okay. Um, and I think it was always supposed to be that way. Right. And I think, you know, 10 years ago, yeah. 15 years ago, it just was, and it was just, it was a circumstance of the situation that we were all in. It was like, uh, I found this building, going to kind of do this thing. You guys don't mind. They're like, yeah, no, uh, give me a couple of bucks. We'll let you put cross on this thing and go do your thing. And like that was, and then we're like, now what? Whatever you want, man. Like, tell me what your idea of CrossFit is and what your idea of fitness is. And, you know, really carve out your space of it. And so what's interesting to me about that conversation, it really Fit Affiliate, what's interesting to Fit Affiliate is that makes up a big part of, the thing that we're trying to protect. And it's funny because a lot of people who are from that era don't even realize it, right? Like, you know, we're putting together this, this affiliate advisory panel and the, the group of people there. And I think it's a good idea. I think that having more information from the audience from the right places is probably better than just having more information from the whole audience. But we'll talk about that at a probably different podcast. But you put these 10 people together and the lessons that they bring to the table, the experience they bring to the table is so different than what it would mean to be an affiliate who started in 2020, right? Like I can't yeah. even fathom what it would be like to, to have either bought, built, or, or started an affiliate in 2020 post COVID, you know, in the, in the, in whatever came like, and then the collective identity of what is CrossFit now. Like when we, when we got started years ago, it was anything you wanted it to be. And it was so much easier to find your place in that thing. And now for sure there is CrossFit has gone way more mainstream. You got the games, you have all these things. And so people have this, there's a, there's a, I don't know, call it a collective identity or an idea of what cross is supposed to look like. And I think the affiliate owners get lost in that they need to, they need to meet that demand or that identity as, as opposed to, no, I have to bring my version of it into reality. Otherwise the risk is I'm going to be forced to keep trying to meet this version of it. And I'm never, I'm going to always come up short. And that's where, so many of them live now. They're like, if this is what perfection looks like, I'm way over here. Right. But like, it was never that it was like, dude, this is perfect. You're perfect. Go, go build your castle. But as a business owner, I can see where that goes wrong because like we help lots of people start up businesses. And the hardest part of being in business is like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, yeah, that's how you know you're in business. Like, there's never a day you get up in the morning, put your feet down, and be like, I know exactly what I'm going to do today. You're just like, let it keep working. And that's that, but like, most people don't want to sign up for that. And I think there is a part of affiliate ownership that certainly there's a low barrier to entry. So it was easy for some types of people to get into this on accident and be like, shit. But then there's other people like yourself, myself, and you're like, I was able to create an entire life out of this, mm. this ecosystem and like and my path isn't even remotely close to somebody else's path and like danny's isn't and lisa's isn't like and that's the beauty of this whole thing but if we keep trying to be the same all i'm gonna do is look around and like come up short right and so the answer to your question i would say is that like the thing that has to happen for soul moving forward is 
is to bottle that lightning. We, you, we have to figure out to an identifiable, observable, and repeatable degree, like what is that thing that makes us tick absent of, of the, of the partnership and the ecosystem and in the, the association that is my affiliate fee, but like going all in on what has gotten you to where you're at has never been about your partnership with HQ. It's always been about what you've been able to pursue underneath and in, in that partnership. But like, you know, team soul has certainly built its thing because of its identity and because of the people like yourself who's behind it. And like, that's not, that's not a mark to cross it, but they, they, they never, they never even intended or offered to do anything like that. Like they were just like, here's the methodology. Here's what we believe in. We'll let you put it on your logo, knock yourself out. Like, and that was always it. And like, we've said it on here before the absence of whys, what's become why. And what that really means is that if you don't have a real why for like why your affiliate exists, like you say it candidly and jokingly, you're like, I don't know anything else, but like, that's part of the why. Like, I will, I will, my back is always to the wall. I will fight tooth and nail to make this thing a success. Cause there is no, there is no way out, right? Like there's no other, there's no plan B. Right? And so that's a big part of that. Why? And like, why does soul need to exist? And I think the further you get down that road and the more you, you know, authentically pursue what that looks like is important because if you're trying to figure out like, okay, what do people, what do people expect out of an affiliate? Okay. Can, can soul meet that need? Can, can we, can we better, can we better cater to that crowd? Like that would break the whole ass thing. Like it would, cause soul would crumble. Yeah, would. And, and, and that's a, that's a big part of it. And like, thank God CrossFit has Nicole as, you know, the director of brand because, and here's what's amazing to me is like, she is the, is, like the second coming of Greg. That's probably a bad thing to say, but like <laughs> truly in her ability to communicate this thing, like she's so good at it. She's so good. It's talking about CrossFit and its methodology and, and communicating its impact on, on the communities and environments. And like, she's great for HQ. And it's hilarious to me, if not frustrating to watch just how much most affiliates will grab tag and reshare and post that stuff being like, yeah, this is who we are. I'm like, no, that's who HQ is. Mm. Not you. Mm. I mean, you're a part of that. You're associated with it. And you're, you're one of the purveyors of that thing, but that's their why. Like, you know, she just had that video about cross. That's why. And, and, you know, and even quoting cynic and like, everybody loved it. And I'm like, no, that's, that's HQ's renewal to their commitment to their why and why they need to exist. Why do you? And you're like, most of them are like, hold on, let me download the transcript. I'm like, no, you can't use that, right? And then you see this all the time when you ask somebody like, what do you sell, CrossFit? I'm like, no, you don't. That's a tool. That's the tool you use to provide yeah. the service that you provide. And, you know, for, to your question, it's got to be that, right? It's got to be what is, what is it that Soul provides better than unlike anybody else and cannot be found anyplace else? And did you guys do that so well? Like, it is hilarious to walk into that gym compared to the average amount of affiliates. And I don't even mean that as a negative towards other affiliates. It's just there's something. And maybe the, one of the things that I love so much about Soul too is that it's kind of like a time capsule in many ways where it's like it does still always feel like the good old days in there, right? Where it's like, yeah. And we crossed it, I think, to some degree as affiliates – would really be well served to go back to counterculture if they could. 
And I don't know if they can. I don't know if they can get that sausage back in that casing. Not saying that soul is counterculture, but you're as fucking close to counterculture as I can think of. No, I agree, man. I, I think that like a lot of you know elements in culture go through a lot of those growing pains. You know, I I know like what our path is, I know what we want to do. What I am confused about is the future of like again, like what our affiliate ownership looks like, you know. Um mm. I I love I love Nicole. I I wish uh I want more of Nicole. I just want to see like some of the stuff that they're talking about right now and justifications for their pricing increase and et cetera, et cetera, pay off. I want to see things get better. I want to see things. And I just, I don't know, maybe I'm being pessimistic, but I'm just not seeing it right now. You know, I'm actually seeing less people than ever come to the door of soul and saying, I want to do CrossFit or I found you on CrossFit.com or I'm, I'm seeing less and less and less of that, you know? So you know, it's like being in a messy. They're like HQ in some degree, it, and I, I don't know if I'll get in trouble for saying it's like they're just in like the the awkward teenage years, right? Where they're like they're those those pubescent years, like they got weird pimples popping up because they keep trying, <laughs> they keep trying new face creams because their friend was trying it, and and everything's going wrong, and like and and I think we went through HQ. I shouldn't say we, but like the ecosystem, and I think there's a, there's a big part of the conversation there is that. You know, HQ is not in the collective we sense. And we all do it. I do it all the time. Like we, when I'm talking about CrossFit as a whole, but there is, mm-hmm. as a whole, there's two separate sides of, you know, this this sort of diagram, this Venn diagram. There's CrossFit as, as an ecosystem is HQ, and there's the affiliates, which is, you know, how it touches the community. But those are two separate things that really both must be identified and protected. But like they, it's been a, it's been a handful of dark, distracted years for the last couple hmm. of years. And I think, you know, yeah, there's been some new things that have come out and those have definitely ruffled some feathers and like, it was it handled correctly, you know, that's up for debate and, and et cetera. But like, I think as a whole, as a company, aside from like how they're going to make more money, I think now more than ever they're they have renewed their focus on like what it means to, to be cross Like what's the methodology? What is the why? And those things how they how they interact and, and roll that out that's to be determined still right but I, I think that that part of it's there but i think that's why it's so important for us to bring you on here right it's like because if anybody's never going to be affected by anything that hq does it's a it's a it's a gym like soul right and the reason for that is that it's a gym like soul right it's, it has a why it has a cause it has a brand it has an identity it has values and those are all things that affiliate owners want to create but like they want to be able to google them and download them or gpt them and be like those are my core values right like you know that you have to be willing to be like you know you know run with us or run from us right like probably one Mm -hmm. of the coolest shirts and slogans that soul has but like it's so true like that is you know being willing to be like yeah yeah it's cool if you don't fit in here that's cool with us like that's there's gyms down the street yeah you should check them out or like even being able to tell them that like and that's what it means in my opinion to be an affiliate is to be like is to have an idea of of what and who you are i should say Mm -hmm. right and i think you've done soul has done one of the the coolest jobs of, of building a brand that i've ever seen inside the affiliate landscape like i think if you if you ranked some of the coolest brands that you would probably find, you know, 
everybody would probably list mayhem because nobody mm. wants to know what rich is doing but i don't really know why there's nothing really it's just it's kind of like nike versus like bringing back some retro stuff but like but soul i think would be definitely up there especially if you knew you existed it'd be like oh yeah like by the definition of what it means to build a brand carve out a space carve out an identity carve out a culture carve out authenticity in an otherwise saturated market space and be identifiable from a distance your soul crushes it like you could tell like i don't even need to read the shirt and i could tell you what is somebody's got a soul shirt on from across the parking lot but like, i guarantee you that shirt says soul and it's mm. practice like <laughs> greedy shit it Here's something interesting that I thought of when you just brought that up, right? Like if you take a brand or a program like Mayhem, hugely successful, huge operation, right? They they have a brand. Now, yeah. in my opinion, CrossFit is most of, if not all, that they do, right? Mm. I would argue that. You take yeah. something like Team Soul, like not even half of the size of Mayhem. However... Uh, CrossFit is not all that we do. We've created our own brand within CrossFit. That's how cool CrossFit is. It's like you mm. can choose to how like completely blindly, and I'm not saying Mayhem has done this, but completely align yourself with CrossFit or just take CrossFit and understand CrossFit is part of what we do, but not all that we do. And you can still use CrossFit in your business. Like you could still be a successful mm. affiliate regardless of like what direction you want to go with it. As long as like, I, I think like you've been saying, you stay authentic. And for me, like another huge thing is just hard work. You know, you can say whatever you want about, again, a brand like Mayhem Rich, uh, all that stuff. Uh, but they're very authentic to who he and they are. And that's what yeah. like the beauty of CrossFit is like, we can all play. We can all have our own takes on the model of it you can be a diehard crossfit purist or not there's so many directions you can go with this um that's what i think like shows the or at least used to show the extreme potential of the growth possibilities of crossfit yeah. of being an affiliate you know one thing that i would i would certainly question or, or oppose in that conversation is that, like your mayhem smash it like probably actually no I would give the title to street parking if I would give the title to anybody as a, as a, as a company who, yeah, who mm -hmm. blew up inside, but also proudly outside the ecosystem. And like they do cross it identifiably as well as anybody does, but like gave people mm -hmm. a place. Like uh, I would say that fantastic communities that they have been able to build, but you know, everybody will tell you what makes their affiliate special is community, right? I guess you hear it all the time. It's another one of those sound bites, buzzwords that people download. But, you know, I've been enough in enough of the summits now. And when people raise their hands, they start asking questions. Or they start, you know, bringing up things that happen in their gym. They always bring up culture problems. My employees aren't invested. My people, they, they're mad about the mm -hmm. programming, their, their prices or this or that. I'm like, you can't, you can't tell me the best thing of your affiliate is community. And then once I give you the mic, proceed to complain about your culture. Like, so something is broken there, right? And yeah. and that I think is one of the things that Soul has done is built a culture by far. And what's important about that versus this community notion is that it's a it's hard to say because you know it's definitely a family type thing. But people are like, oh, my gym is family. I'm like, yeah, I, I know it is. But here's what I will say, and this is this is going to become a problem. I can already tell is that the reason for Mayhem's explosion is likely due in large part 
to the 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 failure of the affiliates at, at large because oh. and here's why if if I don't do a good job giving and building my own culture in my community, people want to belong to something. There's a reason why so many people in so many gyms join that thing because mm. then they have something to belong to who's identifiably the best to ever do it, right? As, as, as an athlete. So you're like, I belong here. There's a reason why people want to, they want to, to show up and work out with Rich and like things to me that I'm like, they're head scratches. I'm like, why is that even fun for you guys? I don't get it. But like, I, I don't want to belong to that community, right? That's, mm. it, it, it repels me truly. Like I'm more turned off by that than I'm invited to it. But that's because I'm more interested in building my own thing. And, and what I would question and what I'd be curious about is how many people inside Seoul follow HWPO or Mayhem or something of that nature. And I would guarantee you without even knowing that that number is relatively, if not zero, right? Yeah, but you're absolutely correct. If I can go to many other gyms and be like, how many of your people follow X, Y, or Z or a part of it? And they'd be like, that's all going to make us things like, oh, should we have open gyms? So people always want to be doing this in the corner. I'm like, I don't know how to tell you this, but uh, you're gonna, you kind of have a community problem. You didn't give them something to belong to, so they found something on their own. And this is where it gets really problematic in the ecosystem is that most people who are members of most affiliates want to belong to something. And they haven't really jumped in bed with like, you know, mayhem. And, and there's no offense to these guys or HWPO or anybody else because they're just hopeful. So they buy into CrossFit's thing. And you see this because affiliate owners do it, right? They thought that by paying their affiliate fee, they were getting to belong to CrossFit's community. And so mm -hmm. like that was their, their thing. And so, and then if you don't have your own why and your own values and your own culture, you're asking your people to be bought into this thing. And that's why you see the open every year, bring everybody together, right? It's something to collectively belong to that we can all agree on. It's like, this is who we are for these four six or however many weeks we decided as each year. And, like, and that's a problem. Right. Cause like CrossFit never set out to be the worldwide community, although it certainly is. And like you can see across the room, across the room. And so if your gym's not giving them a culture or a community to belong to, they're going to find one. And, and unfortunately, if, if they find that CrossFit as a whole, as the ecosystem is my community, you're not going to be a lot of loyalty to you. Right. They're going to jump to the next mm -hmm. affiliate because like they can get, they can take their thing that they like and do it pretty much anywhere. But I can tell you one thing. You ain't doing anything that you can do at Seoul anywhere mm. else. I mean, obviously there's training and there's programs, but like to be a part and be in that gym is very different than what it would be like to be someplace else. And I think that that part is the uh, the quintessential part of this conversation. Yeah. I, you know, it's really interesting when you say that, like if you really look at it, probably may, one of Mayhem's or a lot of these brands, largest products are products that are now competing with HQ on. Like mm. Mayhem was doing CAP I probably before HQ was doing their CAP. Yeah. And I'm like, pretty sure it was uh, before Cap was Cap. Before it was like, you know, before it was even whatever it was. What was it before? Hand plan. Hand plan. Yeah, before hand, hand plan. plan. Correct. Yeah. That's correct. You know, um, and 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 as a result of like HQ not making moves like that, when you could argue when they were needed back then, you had brands like Mayhem and other brands who picked up on the low hanging fruit that was not being done. 
You know, I, mm -hmm. I almost wish that like the future of affiliate ownership uh, was like a la carte for a brand like us, where I can say, oh, so we'll, we're, mm -hmm. we're going to do the open. We're going to do this. We're going to participate here. We're going to participate there. But like, we're not going to use the logo. I can use the name for really anything. You know, there's a ton of things that we're going to opt to not use. And maybe I would opt to use them if I felt like it was a good value in it for us. But I just don't the future of what they want and what they're doing is just not very clear for me, mm -hmm. you know? Mm, yeah. So um, in the current space and in the space, always, we're always doubling down on our culture. You know, um, when you say things like that about like people having, you know, their gym followers follow other programs, all I'm thinking about is like missed opportunities that that gym owner has. Who do you think that person is buying their merch and apparel from? Like they're probably going to mm. buy CrossFit Mayhem stuff before they're going to buy CrossFit, whatever, whatever yeah. stuff, you know, those are so many missed opportunities that you can double down on creating a culture. You know, I hear gym owners, I, I was listening to something recently and uh, it was like some of this like anti-competitive gym talk stuff. Um, and I, I, I understand a lot of that. However, you know, we've been able to make it work for us. We've been able to find how like the ecosystem of general population can feed the ecosystem of competitorship and how those can help each other and foster an environment where they can both grow in our gyms. Um, and so many people are so negative about that sometimes. But those are like missed opportunities, in my opinion, that people are not capitalizing on when creating their own brand. You know, mm. that's so much what we try to focus on is like, creating a brand and creating a culture and environment, like you said, a clubhouse that, you know, can serve our clients well. Yeah, but I think it's big. giving that the people that purpose and that they go in and they're like, this is my place. And I think if when you get to affiliates that, you know, like want to copy and paste, you know, well, that worked for this gym or that worked for this, then when people come in, they feel that, that it's not authentic, that it's not, real and i remember when you know thinking about it you know just in reflection of this conversation but you know when you applied to become an affiliate you had to write that essay about what's your affiliate going to be what's it going to stand for and i guarantee you 99.9 percent .9 of affiliate owners have rarely gone back to that but that was really their their first, i guess first draft of their guiding mission their their kernel if you will of what we stand for who we're going to be and why we need to exist and then quickly when they get into it and go, well, shit, I'm writing this line and I have no idea what I'm doing. Maybe I'll try and get somebody, do what somebody else is doing. Oh, they're holding on that way. They kind of lose sight of that original, you know, purpose. But if they could revisit that, I think that would help them create their authentic self again as to why they're there, who they want to serve and, you know, how they can be themselves in this market still. Yeah. I think getting back to the beginning, to the basics or so, and I've asked a lot of affiliate owners that question to pull that essay out. Most of them don't even know where it's at, right? They're like, Psh, I haven't seen that thing. They're like, I wish HQ could send that to me. I'm like, you wrote it. Why isn't it on your damn hard drive? But that's a, mm -hmm. diff like a different conversation to itself. But it is, I think, an important thing to refer back to and be like, before all this chaos, before all the distraction, before all the pain and the trauma of owning affiliate, like, how excited were you? Pull out that essay. Like, that's a good sort of thing. But, you know, I think... For me, CrossFit is a lot like a high school cafeteria. That's how I kind of think about it as we're having this conversation. It's like CrossFit as a whole is the school, right? They they own the cafeteria. They provide the lunch. 
whether you pay for it or not. But like inside that cafeteria, there's a lot of tables, right? And like, no doubt about it, certain tables gravitate or pull certain types of people to it. Like, you know, there, there's the, the table of the emo kids, there's a table of the jocks, there's a table of like, you know, and those people end up there. And like, what you find is that for a lot of people, you could have always started your own table. But most people would rather just find a way to get a seat at Rich's table because, like, he's the high school hero, right? Like, and in a lot of ways, I think he continues to fit. Like, all of us as adults have one goal in life, and that is to finish childhood, right? That is the essential part of, of, of core psychology, right? And so, like, a lot of that is like, he's the prom king, man. Like, I want to sit at the prom king's table. And so, doing what Rich is doing and putting his shirt, like, it's never made a lot of sense to me why, like, why would you wear somebody else's affiliate in your affiliate? Oh, you that you want to? Oh, you want to sit at his table? Oh, you're literally at his table, right? Like, and again, there's nothing wrong with that because, like, we all went to the same schools. Like, we all had cafeterias. Like, you probably found your own table, or you likely started your own table. And mm. what we find is that a lot of affiliate owners don't. They didn't start their own table in high school, and they're not going to start it now. And so, unfortunately, they they bought an affiliate they started an affiliate to become the cool kid in school because like there's an easy way if like you're a part of a large audience 100 people in your affiliate and like your scores aren't that good you could probably just buy the affiliate from the owner now you're the important one but now you got to build your own table right? like mm. you got to create your own table at lunch you don't go sit at somebody else's anymore you're your own table and they're like help and so that's why they go seeking things like this to be like hear me out i'll start my table but can i just can like I'll make it just like your table. Okay, we'll just push it real close to yours and we'll sit near you guys. Like, what do you guys talk about over there? Yeah. Like, and that's kind of how most of them appreciate this thing. But some people, not only do they start their table, like you guys have added like more and more and more to that table. That table's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. And like that's the goal is build your own table. You're not mm -hmm. trying to sit at somebody else's. Like, you can't sit at crosses because they own the cafeteria, right? Like we're all inside that cafeteria, but like, who's at your table? And most people are more worried about whose table they're sitting at than who's sitting at their table, in my opinion. And it's purely my opinion. Nobody flame me for that one. Yeah. Definitely. I'm a oh, big, cool. my own table guy. Big, my own table guy. <laughs> if there's one thing you know about Danny from a distance or otherwise, you know this motherfucker got his own table. He's on the table. He's there with his own turkey leg. In his own fucking hammer, he's like, you don't got to sit with me. I don't even care if I smell bad. I'm eating lunch when I want to eat lunch. I don't even eat at the same time as you guys. I eat my lunch at a completely different hour by myself. But all of a sudden, everybody's like, well, I want I want to eat lunch at 2.15 in the afternoon with you, Danny. And then next thing you know, like Danny's got his own lunch out, right? Like, jokingly, but it's the truth. And I think Soul has done that so well so so well is that you did you started your own table but you gave people a place mm. to call home right like you created a culture and so many affiliates want to believe that they're doing it but you have to step back from that conversation and ask like you know much that that point is like am i trying to sit at someone else's table or am i proudly creating my own and like soul's done a fantastic job of that like the things that you guys have created touched built, like yeah sure You've taken a lot of losses. I get it, but like that's the fun in it, right? Like I think that makes yeah. so much more of of the of the success worth it. It's got to be hard, and like you know, everybody wants it to be easy because they're like, "Can I just sit down and you just tell me what to do?" No, 
It's never going to work. Hmm. Big table guy. Big, big on his big own table. table. Guy. Big table. I, I, something that while you're talking, I'm thinking about is like we were having a conversation about the competitor thing. I almost challenge my coaches and my clients to stay in the gym the whole day. So many people are yeah. like focusing on getting people in and out as fast as they can. That's not our, that's not, that's not our, for our table. <laughs> we try to focus on keeping people engaged all day long, doing a personal training session, taking a CrossFit class, hanging out in the gym longer, buying merch, like eating their food there, like creating a community and like that OG box feel is kind of yeah. what our table is set on, <laughs> you know? Yeah. We're just running with this example now, but yeah, I yeah. think, you know, you, you guys have done a good job of that. Like, you know, and, and one of the reasons you've done a good job is you've taken things that are almost antithetical to success and made them a success, right? Like, you know, some, well, there's a lot of talking heads and gurus who will stand up and scream into the audience angrily that like, you can't have open gym or you can't do this or you can't do that. And like, I can think of the reasons why you can't do them. I can think of the reasons why you could do them. Like, the question is, what do you want to do? Like, you know, what type yeah. of people do you want to table? Like, you know, maybe, maybe your table is, you know, we only eat meat here. Maybe my table is we only we're all vegans here. Um, probably not many of those tables in CrossFit, but you know, there's. I think it's a what Soul has, it, and for everybody listening, to this it, I think we're not saying the Soul is is identifiably better than any of you guys, but what they have done that I I hope all of anybody listening to this does is they really consider who they are in every decision that they make. Um, and you can see it from daily posts to the offshoot brands like MIA classic to like the, the athletes they put on the floor. Like you can see they didn't got a shirt on, but you can see who's a, who's the, who's a sole athlete on a competition floor simply for two reasons. One, the crazy motherfuckers that are around them screaming like wild people. But like, there's yeah. also a different yeah. presence that that person even brings to that floor, and that's mostly because I think that they're that type of person was attracted to Soul for a reason, and then like, and then all Soul does is just like all any good coach does, takes any potential out of them and builds them up. And so what what's a secret to this whole thing is that by being who they are, you give somebody with a spark a place to call home, and then you guys turn them into flames, like the whole ass huge flames, like not literally flames because in trouble for that, but you know what I'm saying? Um, and, and I think, I think, Hey, we turned some cool. people into flames, bro. Yes. <laughs> that's definitely, you know, Hey, you asked me what's going to be part of our legacy and that's part of our legacy for sure. Well, that's, that's the nature of the whole thing, right? It's like, it's my job as a coach. It doesn't matter what you are. Tell me what you want to be, right? Like, and, and if I, if you can get me to believe in that version of you, you're screwed because you will never get rid of me until I bring that thing to light with you, right? I will transfer that belief back to you if you can get that to me. And that's what coaching is. And I think a lot of this will get us back to the coaching and training conversation, but a lot of affiliates, they, they want to, they want to be a coaching affiliate, but all they do is provide training, right? They just provide workouts and a place to work out. And then that's it. But like, at Soul, I would say that they they facilitate exercise. Is yeah. what a gym like that does. They they're they're creating an environment for clients to come and exercise. Is what a gym, an mm. affiliate or a gym like that is doing. They're creating environments for somebody to come do somebody else's culture inside your community. Like 
Yeah. You know, and you can think of all the reasons you can, you can just assume all the bad things that would come out of a situation like that. And, and listen, there's no way really for everybody to come spend time in Seoul, but like, you know, following you guys online, I think is an easy way to do it. Even all of you guys' identities and characters, like it's kind of like, you guys really should be a TV show. That would be fucking hilarious. But <laughs> that's um, not that's not the first time somebody has said that to us before. Dude, I mean, I don't you I don't know what network you would air on, but um, there would definitely be some. There'd be a lot of beep. beep. You should just be a whole YouTube channel. I, but you would that would that's you guys are all in, and you guys that's a lot of footage because that is the one thing I will say about you guys is you guys are always in that motherfucking gym, always. Mm. Yeah, like I can, I know that way, I can man. go to Miami at any given moment, and I will likely find all of you, not just one of you, yeah. all of you, you brother. Everybody yeah. is in that gym. I'm like, what are you guys doing? I don't know, shock shit. <laughs> That's the only way, man. Yeah. Like, I didn't. I, I, so many people are hell bent on this concept of like, like building a gym and then not spending time working there and being there and coaching there. I find so much like affiliate guidance is consistent with that and like mm. maybe i don't understand it i don't just want to blindly shit on it but i just it's not for me like i have a place so i can call it my own you know i love it i don't know what else to do else. it's easy to sell you what you want to hear and for a lot of people they just want answers they don't really want to be told like well you can't sit at that table so who do you want at your table they're like the people who are sitting at the cool kids table like can't i just like get them over it just doesn't work right and so there's no right or wrong way and that is both the blessing and the curse of the affiliate model and you guys do an identifiably amazing job of that and and one of the reasons I, it's so fun to bring you on here is it gets let's just have a, a really sort of raw conversation about like dude just just be you but there's a part of that that's important you got to figure out who that is first and yeah, for sure. Man, if that's not the hardest part of this for so many people, I don't know what is. But it's like it's like reliving high school all over again for a bunch of people who are just like, I don't know. I always bought the cool clothes. And I was never cool. I just seems like my adult life is a lot like my teenage life. Shit. <laughs> I that's probably the best analogy I've ever heard. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you hear it, when you when you when you browse through enough affiliates, you start to see the common threads functional or otherwise but um but again like you guys it, it's why you have spun off so many cool things and and i think that that part is cool and i think that having it having an affiliate like you guys inside the landscape in a time like this um is a godsend truly like i think that people being able to be like do i need to be like everybody else because like, that's the hard part about building a brand like the biggest risk to every brand is mass adoption as you guys start to grow and as, as brands start to get bigger and bigger, it's really easy because things get louder and louder and distractions become more and more present. It's much easier to forget who you were in the beginning as you try to meet the market where it's at, as it's it's calling you out to see, so to speak. And that's the hardest part in business. And that's where you see so many, it's a tales all the time. You see so many cool brands that were once this thing as they become counterculture, they move into like, you know, early adopters and they move into like mass adoption and it's, you know, it's, it's Gladwell's tipping point. But once that happens, it's really hard to maintain who you were at a global scale. And, you know, we saw this happen with CrossFit in the beginning. And I think you see this now with a lot of affiliates in the middle here. And, and I think HQ is hopefully returning back to who's identifiably them. But I think a good step in the middle, regardless of what they end up doing, 
for everybody who's an affiliate owner is to be like, is to look into the community and be like, who is, who's still doing it their way, right? Like who's still raw and who's still authentic. And like, it's Saul's a great example of that like David's a great example of that at, at Brooklyn, South Brooklyn, you know, there's, there's other opportunities out there to look at it. So doesn't just have, you don't just have to go to South Florida to do it, but you guys are obviously like my best friends. So I'm going to always point the, the lens down there and be like, when in doubt, just look to soul and they'll, I can't even believe I'm going to say this will help you figure it out. <laughs> they're, they're <laughs> chaos incarnate down there, but it works. It works in every conceivable nonsensical way that I've ever seen. And I remember walking in there over a decade ago being like, what in the fuck is going on in here? And then you realize, and I sat there for a few hours and you just realize it like, holy shit, this really, really works like so well. And I think that's cool. And I think that more people should build something like that to be like, I don't know. It's mine. Fuck it works for me and i think you know to that point you do deserve a lot more credit than you'll ever take because uh, i know that so much of that is is built on the the person behind the brand and like you have dude i've watched a lot of brands be built inside this ecosystem and i worked with a lot of and partnered with a lot of and like souls built something cool maybe that's just because we have like that similar friend which is chris g the brand whisperer but like you you have built that brand as you know as it, you know shout out to chris is arguably the best brand builder i've ever met in my life but you can't have him because miranda does um uh but i gotta do gotta bring him on here but um you've yeah. done a great thing yeah that'd be i should bring we should bring both of you guys on here at the same time that, <laughs> that would be, be a lot of fun i'm doing i'm a text i kind of feel he may not go on Oh, I, he has he has declined before because he's much the same as you in that you know he's like yeah what do I have to bring and I'm like everything um, once I won't let he the cat out of the bag because I don't want I don't want to pressure him into it but he's a he's a great dude easily one of my best friends in the landscape but like also also another person who has a Midas touch but like so do you ma'am like I think you do deserve a lot more credit with that than I know you'll ever take and that's one of the reasons why soul is the way it is is because you are that humble person out there and, and a, your ability to stay that person in a, in a world where it's so easy to become the talking head and become the guru like it would be really easy for you to just be the next the next new online course as to how to build a brand just like, like just become the next talking head the next thing and like what's always been cool is that no matter how successful i watch you get and dude you have crushed it in the last decade like i'm very proud of you as a human um, you've just stayed unapologetically you, which is awesome. Cause I know that like, no matter how much time passes, I can text you and get the exact same response. Right. Like, and to me that that's an invaluable friendship that I know not only do I get to appreciate, but I know every one of your clients gets to appreciate too, which is super cool. Glad that you're in the community. Well, fuck dude. I appreciate that so much. That's crazy to hear. Uh, I, I, I uh, like I keep saying, we, I just, I don't know what else to do besides just authentically be ourselves no matter what. There's just no other way, you know? I really appreciate that. Don't do anything else because you're crushing it. So just keep doing, just keep doing you that well. And you'll just, I mean, you have we, like a gravitational pull. We've, we've had opportunities. We've been like, we've been offered stuff. We've talked to people about doing stuff in the past. I think I've talked to you about some of those things and they're just, I don't know. It's just not, how i see us growing that's yeah. you know so 
your ability to pass everything through your values is is definitely your superpower um i don't even know if you know you're doing it when you do it half the time but like it's definitely the one of the the, the staying power behind the brand that is soul is for sure your your innate ability to pass things through a filters of values that mm. i'm not even sure you know what they are half the time but like your your bullshit meter is is very high because again you're just authentic and like that's uh you know values and mission all these things become these buzzwords of business but that's that's the end product that's the point of them is to know what not to do and what what's not for you more so than like what you're supposed to do and like that's yeah you guys might not know what it is that you've ever done to be successful but i guarantee you you can tell me exactly what you have not done and that's the key and you're like, yeah, no, these are the dumb ideas that have come to me. You know, I think a big piece of that puzzle is like taking honest assessments at your path and what you've been able to create, but also like like the mistakes that you've made as well. You know, it's yeah, really easy sure. to be hyper focused on the process and not like take good uh, inventory of 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 what the results have been. You know, and yeah. and, and you can't keep repeating the same thing over and over again wanting something different to come out of it you know so yeah, no um, yeah man honesty integrity hard fucking work uh being the best part of our clients day those are the like that's our guiding light that's like what we hmm. hyper focus on in creating uh a culture around team soul you know it's everything that we do so i love it well, awesome all right, Lisa, Lisa coming in with her big sigh, which means that we're done talking. <laughs> maybe I'm not um, done, Lisa. Maybe maybe I want to keep talking. You can All you right. can keep talking. Right. This keep is your show. I'll, I'll keep it. If if I let you close it, that means that I have another reason to bring Danny back in on a few yes. weeks. So it's fine. And we do love talking <laughs> to Danny. And uh, if you are down at Waterpalooza, please go check out the. Am I classic? What's it called, Danny? MI Classic? MIA Classic, yeah. MI Classic is an Olympic-style weightlifting meet uh, that we've been running for 13 years. The last two years, we've run it at uh, Wadapalooza. So this is the second year at Wadapalooza. We've expanded tremendously. Uh, we're taking over the, the street flagler in the middle of downtown Miami. We're going to essentially host weightlifting meet and grappling, submission grappling, in downtown Miami. It's going to be great. important for all of you guys that it's going to Miami, to Wadapalooza and this, this fitness vacation in January that everybody seems to take is when you go to that area, you will see exactly what we've been talking about it is in yep. this Danny's innate sort of masterful ability to carve out his own space inside. Honestly, other people's space, right? Like in, 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 in their support, not parasitic either. Like, and you'll see it firsthand. And so maybe you can't appreciate it from afar as opposed as to what Soul looks like as an affiliate. But I think seeing the MIA Classic inside, you know, the neons lights of, of Wadapalooza itself is to be like, you will feel very much like you have stepped into a different sort of counterculture inside that thing. And I think that that's the point of this whole thing. So if you're going and you're probably all going, cause I feel like everybody in the cross the space goes cause it's January, it's whatever. And it's Miami, although I hate Florida, but I love Miami because of Danny, but that's a different conversation. Um, if you're going, go check that part of it out. If nothing else to support Danny as a, as a good friend of mine, but most importantly, so you can see that like, Hey, you can be a part of something really, really cool and still be you. 
Yeah. And I, build your own table. Build your own table. And I, build your own table. And I think that's, that is the perfect note to end on. So thank you, Danny. Good luck with the event. I'm sure it's going to be spectacular yet again. Um, I look forward to watching online from my prison island. But if you are <laughs> heading to, heading to what a platypus. With my, that's, we're just going to leave that platypus. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, if you're heading to Waterpalooza, please check it out. If you are listening to this or watching, please give us a like, give us a subscribe on your favourite platform, and we will catch you on the next one. Word. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Please remember to like and subscribe on your favourite platform, and if you know an affiliate owner, a coach, or entrepreneur that would benefit from hearing our conversations, please share this with them. We love the feedback and support we have from you guys, our audience. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can find all the useful links in the show notes. We would love to connect with you. Keep doing the great work.